Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Nothing inspires faith in any sport at any level quite like seeing God-given talent. So for everything else that I've been listing this week, as very real reasons to believe in the future of the Pittsburgh Baseball Club, there's still nothing that matches seeing somebody do something better than someone else. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins right where you found this. My number two entry out of the five that I'm putting forth this week comes down to two simple words, and that's Kebrian Hayes. Not even necessarily key as an individual or key as his own potential, but key in terms of what he represents in being able to do things better than others. When I think of key, in addition to that insane opening month at the peak of the pandemic in 2020 that he had where he was batting like, what was that, 500 home run every other at bat and all that other insanity, I think way more about his defense. I think way more about what he represents at that position, the special plays that he makes there. I don't know that his bat is going to be special. I think it can be good. I think it could potentially be very good. But when I see him at that position, and I see him a lot, not just in games, in taking infield uh, before games, This is an extraordinary baseball player when it comes to that. And when you see somebody doing that and they're wearing the uniform that you're pulling for, that sends a message to you that, okay, all right, there might be seven other guys on that other team who are better than what Pittsburgh has but Pittsburgh's got the better third baseman. And maybe Pittsburgh's got the better catcher. Maybe Pittsburgh's got the better center fielder. And eventually, you start working your way 
around the diamond and feeling better in general about what you have, that's going to take a while. As we discussed an awful lot on this program, it's going to take a while. It's going to take Nick Gonzalez getting to the major leagues and being able to handle second base. It's going to take Leo Verpaguero maybe being the shortstop. O'Neill Cruz finding a home somewhere in the field. Cruz obviously has the bat to do that. It's going to take Mason Martin coming up maybe and being your first baseman with the uncommon power that he's shown in the minors. Of course, he's going to have to strike out a lot less, but you're going to have to see that process. And I'm not even getting into the pitchers. You're going to have to see that unfold player after player after player. But there is a reason that I'm singling out key for this segment today. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern, directly across Federal Street from PNC Park, home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience in every way. I'm underscoring experience. Check out North Shore Tavern, directly across Federal Street from PNC Park, and tell them we sent you. Tell Mike Sukic, they're the owner, that we sent you there. He'll be really happy to hear that. Uh, whether it's at North Shore Tavern or next door, the other place that he owns, Mike's Beer Bar. The reason that Key comes up with this for me is that when he was promoted in 2020, it was halfway through that 60-game schedule. And at the time, Brian Reynolds and Adam Frazier and Kevin Newman and Josh Bell and Everyone else, everyone else in that lineup was struggling. Do you remember that? It seems easy to forget now with how Reynolds erupted and with the way Frazier was leading the National League in hitting uh, not long before his trade to the Padres. But then Key came along, and no one else was hitting. No one. And he comes along and he starts blistering the cover off the ball to all fields in all directions. Home runs, doubles, triples, 105-mile-an-hour rockets for singles. And he showed good patience, good awareness at the plate, poise, and he did all that other defensive stuff. When we end up looking back in, I don't know how long it's going to take, two years, three years, whatever. And we say, where did this start? Where did this start? Who was the player who showed up and made you think, whoa, hey, now that's something. To me, it's going to be him. To me, it's going to be him. Because the other thing that you're going to end up seeing in 2022 out of key, and this is one of those, you know, knock on wood type of statements, but He's going to be a lot healthier than he was this past season. He had a wrist-slash-hand issue that never really went away. It never really went away. He needed half the season to just come back from it. And then even once he did, he'd later acknowledge that the thing was giving him fits and was shut down toward the end. One way or another, that thing's going to be corrected before he gets to Bradenton. 
either it's going to heal on its own or it's going to require surgery, although you'd think at this point they wouldn't be looking at surgeries. It's been a while since the season ended. But he can still be that hitter that we saw when he first came up. No, not hitting like Ted Williams, but that explosive, that dynamic. And that shouldn't be forgotten just because, you know, he fell a little bit under the radar with what Reynolds and Frazier were able to do this year, especially Reynolds. He's 25 years old. He's still got everything in front of him. He's going to get better in every way, believe it or not, even defensively. And that's a heck of a reason to at least begin believing in the talent pool that might be assembled here in Pittsburgh before long. When we come back, just one question. time for just one question and today's j1q comes from glenn forsyth who asks besides the obvious answer of hayes reynolds and o'neill cruz which current pirates position player is likely to be on the team when they are ready to contend hmm i know what you're looking for here you're looking for somebody else who might somehow rise above or maybe even adopt a different role as he goes along. Like an example would be Kevin Newman. There's always use for a guy like Kevin Newman on your roster. He doesn't necessarily need to be starting with his lack of solid contact at the plate, but he can play a lot of different positions, and it's not like he's some kind of tragedy at the plate. I'm going to stick with Jacob Stallings. I am going to stand by Jacob Stallings. I don't care that he's 31 years old. I do care that the Pirates retain his rights through arbitration for three more years. That he's still, in a strange kind of way, despite his age, a young-ish big league ball player and that he showed up late and I really really care that he is the best defensive catcher in all of baseball according to virtually every metric that's available to judge this sort of thing in fact in 2021 he didn't even have a close second he was miles ahead of the rest of the pack So even if he were to, for whatever reason, regress a little bit, he'd be regressing from Mount Olympus. He's got a long way to fall. He's smart. He's ambitious. He's engaged with his pitchers. He cares about them passionately. And he always remembers that his principal role on this team is to manage the pitching and the defensive game. And along the way, he hits okay. 
he certainly seems to come up with a lot of big hits, <laughs> clutch situations, if you're a believer in that sort of thing. He seems to do it all the time. I'm not prepared to throw this player out because he isn't some perfect match for his peers in the lineup. To me, no matter what phase you're in, whether it's building, rebuilding, uh, loading up, contending, you need a Jacob Stallings on your roster. Well, you've already got one. Might as well keep him. Might as well keep him. That, that's my answer here. I'm not sure if that's what you were expecting here, if even that's what you were going for, Glenn. Um, you know, if there are, are pitchers in the mix, I think JT Brubaker is going to be part of that group moving forward, if that's what you're talking about. David Bednar is another. Uh, these are also obviously, uh, you know, a couple of obvious ones. But since you listed position players, that's what I went with here. And Jacob Stallings is, is my guy. My guy, shoulder to shoulder with Jacob Stallings right here on Daily Shot of Pirates. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening. And let's close this out tomorrow with the number one reason to have faith in this franchise's future.